0: and ride with me in my foul life we're back peace of mind what is happening a lot of stuff going through my mind as i think about sig Sauer, ccw concealed weapons concealed carry permit open carry responsibility safety security and the first thing that i'm thinking of as i've been hunting and hunting hard the last 70 days is it seems like every time we turn on the news in the last maybe like the last two weeks especially that somebody's messing with our armed forces again our our, i should say our first responders our first line of defense in our communities our police officers um there's theories out there of why but it's happened in wisconsin and new york and houston and uh, several places around the country why i mean if cops police officers cannot be protected when they have their guns with them how are we supposed to make sure that we are when there's people that have absolutely zero problem pulling out a gun and using it for no reason this is a big deal. I have Jared Woodward with us again today. You've heard Jared on the podcast many times, both here at the Foul Life, Peace of Mind, as well as where the pavement ends with chat with uh, Clay and Clinton Crosby. But Woodward, talk to me a little bit about that mindset. You're a police officer, first of all. Your whole family has concealed carry permits. Mm-hmm. What is the what is what are we supposed to think right now of the protection and what you're looking out for when you have this weapon? if even the guys and women that are trained in this daily to protect themselves with this weapon out on the force are getting attacked like this? Why? Do you have any idea why it's happening? And, and how do we relate that or parallel that to, you know, when you're just in your private life and protecting yourself?
1: Well, I think, I think in this day and age, actually, the, the police officer is a target. Um, in the last year and a half, probably two years, we've had more attacks on police officers than ever before. Um, and I think that's, that goes back to the BLM and and all these, the riots and that stuff that are going on. Um, so I think that you have that element, that side of society that I've I've really, not really liked police to begin with because they're, they're, most of them are criminals or they come from a criminal background or a criminal family. Um, and now they think it's okay to attack a cop. Like, hey, I'm just going to take him on. I don't think that they're getting, I wouldn't say getting punished for it, but I don't think that they're being held accountable for all of this stuff. I think it's, well, that guy was mad because somebody treated his family poorly. A cop treated his family poorly before. Well, that doesn't justify it. So I think that it's, it to me, it's more of they become a target. More than just regular citizens, like, Cops have become like public enemy number one to certain groups and, and that of our society, which is, it's it's really disheartening because, um, I mean, are there bad cops out there? Absolutely. I mean, are there cops that have made bad decisions? They're not so much bad cops. They've just had to make that split second decision and it was wrong. Um, and. They're, they're being held accountable for that, or they're they're being persecuted for that split-second wrong decision. Um, so I think that's probably why you're seeing more attacks on law enforcement. Um, the defunding the police. You're seeing it in those areas where crime's up. They realized, I wouldn't say quickly, but they realized eventually that this was a bad idea. You had a bunch of mayors and governors that were like... Defund the police. Yeah, we don't need this. We don't need that. And so they've had a lot of workforce in in policing leave. They're like, we're done with this community because I'm not going to work here as a cop if my community doesn't support me. So you've got people like from Portland, Seattle. Those guys are bye-bye. I know that they've had the police chief up there begging some of them to come back. They lost like 90-something out of one city. Jesus, 90 cops. If we lost 90 cops out of any of our agencies here in Reno, you would, it would, it would greatly affect one position of that one section of that department. Um, For us, if we took out 90 cops, we wouldn't have a, a detective division anymore. You just wouldn't, you wouldn't have any special assignment. Cops. So you're talking homicide. You're talking yeah. grant, theft. If, you're talking if, any of the stuff that yep. domestic violence. People that go in and investigate <clears throat> these cases, they're going to be forced to go back out on the beat, on the street. Yeah. If you took ninety cops off the street, they'd have to go back out to the beat, so they wouldn't. You wouldn't have somebody working your cold case, like hey, or and I'd call them cold case, but hey, you got burglarized three yeah, weeks. Yeah, just ago. your investigation. No, nobody would be doing that. Like th- that, we wouldn't have enough time to do that. And I think that's where they're seeing it across the country. Like, oh, geez, you, we can't do this. Um, some of it, I think it was a political stance. That well, were- it already
0: takes police an average of 13 minutes to get to a house, a mm-hmm. call when it's out. Okay, yep. so here's some arguments for having firearms, a responsible gun owner, being mm-hmm. able to protect Absolutely. Him, himself or herself. Absolutely. Then if you take more cops out. That's just going to go way up. Uh, yep. So they defund the police. Cops quit. Now there's less protection out there. So now when something does happen, the general public is at a loss even more. Mm-hmm. They're even at a more of a disadvantage because now that 13 minutes has gone probably at least double, if not triple, if or go away 100%. 100%. The cops are going to have
1: to be like, well, I can't respond to this one because this one's way more important. They would totally prioritize like we would. We would definitely do the same thing. Like these type of calls, hey, we're not coming to. Isn't
0: that crazy though? It's stupid and the to general think public that. is like there this lady is ha, has somebody breaking into her back door or uh, she thinks she does but you guys have to prioritize and say well this one is way bigger than that and mm-hmm. then
1: she's at she, a she's going to wait 30 40 50 minutes if to, something to, bad doesn't to happen where in we the meantime get there hey you okay and it's she's like yeah and it was nothing yeah. but if it was something we're not and that's that's where i think some of our public really started to speak up in certain areas. And we're like, no, we're, we're done with the whole defund the police. Like you can't do that. We need these guys here. There's a whole reasoning for having them here. Like <laughs> we got to police certain crimes within this, this country. Like, We have military, right? But they don't sit in police crimes. That's what everybody's like. Oh, we'll just have the military handle stuff. No, no. You're not like those guys don't know anything about. The laws like they have the rules of engagement that they handle. That's that's, that's totally different handle. than everyday law, it's totally different, and that's so that's why I think that I honestly think that's why we're getting cops targeted, um, across the country and it's in certain communities. You so, I have two it. thoughts on that, real quick. Before I, the, the certain communities I'm interested in, but before
0: we go into the actual communities, I want to start in the precinct. What do you call a
1: police station? A precinct, or uh, is it a station? Ours is a station, but you could have precincts. Precincts are more like they, they'd have multiple, multiple stations. stations across because the, the the city's so vast that they couldn't all respond to out of one area. One area, you'd so, have to have one giant building, and where different easier.
0: stations take care of different precincts, different areas of town, different areas. <laughs> so within your walls of your building, when this kind of temperature, this kind of climate. Is happening in the country. Okay, there's been an uprising again. Okay, we talk about the uprising in COVID, but there's been an uprising in police being police officers being targeted. Mm-hmm. What is the mindset of your chief, of your leaders? I know you're a sergeant. What is the mindset? Is it constant communication? Is it constant reminders? Constant meetings every morning of look, this is happening you have to watch your six you got to watch your back every single day you can't be idle in your car there just sitting there because that's what's happening is people are just coming up and timing it to where they're getting ear hold yeah. it's bullshit so
1: what's the climate like and what's the communication like but in, in a police station right now you hit for us you hit the nail right on the head like we'll have meetings about that like so every day before we call it briefing we'll go over that we'll we'll talk about hey this is what's happened um these are our areas that we need to be a little more diligent in. Um, if you hear your partner going to a call, they really don't come out and say, we just know that. It's like, if I hear him going to a call, I'm just going with him, or I'm going to start drifting that way so I'm super, super close if he needs me. Um, we'll go by and check on officers that are already on a call, like, hey, he's taking this report for something. I'll just cruise by and make sure he's good. Um, so it's that, and it, it, they'll, sometimes they'll show us videos, uh, from body cams from other cities that have released them, um, on what happened. Ultimately we try to learn from, I wouldn't say other people's mistakes, but other people's issues or other people like their stance and their positions, like it might not have been the best spot for that officer to go to that, um, that car or where he was standing or she was standing positioning. So we kind of critique them. I wouldn't call this Monday morning quarterbacking them, but we're trying to learn from their lessons of, Hey, some of them have lost their life from it. Um, some have gotten injured. Uh, oh, we had the, a bunch of mosques or not mosques, uh, like Jewish temples and all that. Like, so we've been patrolling those a lot more. Uh, there's, so we kind of just talk about that. Like we do talk about what's going on in society in general and what we can do to protect ourselves out on the street, because the, the main goal is everybody goes home, right? So, so in, in your knowledge of the attacks <clears throat> lately, and let's say the past year,
0: are most of the p- attacks on police officers, men and women, sneak attacks, or are they decoyed attacks to where they're getting calls, and as they respond to a domestic violence call or something going on, they're getting surprised with somebody being in the bushes
1: waiting on them or something? So— there has been some ambush style attacks where they are sending them to a call, or they know they're going to be here and they're lying in wait for them. Um, some of them, I think, are just opportunity, like they see a cop not paying attention as they walk by. Uh, what has to go through your mind,
0: you think, is a criminal to wake up that day? It's like it was like what I was thinking when I was on the road the other day. Is like, are these guys like all calling each other from across the country, being like, today's the day?
1: Today's the day. To Today's the day we're going to do this. Again. Like,
0: well, they're on this secret website, like on these message boards and this back, like, and they're like, okay, we're going to do this, and they wake up knowing that they're going to look for an
1: opportunity to shoot a cop. It's like, how, what kind of idiot do you have to be? I, I don't think that they, they really sit there and plan that. They're, they're always prepared to. You have that element of criminal that doesn't matter. Even like we go to calls, Chad. We'll go to calls that. They're the ones calling us for help. But then we get there to help, and they're pissed off at us. I'm like, hey, man, you're the one that called me for help. Yeah, but I hate you guys. I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. Do you want my help? Like, tell me what's going on. Man, I don't want to tell you what's going on because I hate the cops. I'm like, then why did you call me? Why did you Why did you waste my resources to come here if you're not going to tell me what's going on? So I think it's it's more just their their hatred for law enforcement. They just hate the cops. So at any point in time, if they see a cop slipping, not paying attention or whatever, they'll take the fight to them. That's the hard. That's the hard thing now is you could be, they could be your victim, totally your victim, and you're taking a report, and they could see you slip in just one second, and you know what? This is my opportunity because I hate cops. Right? That's their stance. So that's their stance is the hatred of cops. Yeah, we're gonna shoot them. Or, or, or fight him or stab him or, or whatever. Um, the, the one of the cops, and I guess I, I don't know all the particulars. I don't know how many hours he worked straight, whatever. But he had fallen asleep, asleep in his car. And they walked up and shot him in his car. Well, and, and, and like I said, it, I don't know the pr- particulars. But, man, that's bad. You, you, you fall asleep in your car. Um, if you're that tired, go home. Because you're a danger to not only yourself, but everybody else that you're trying to help. You could be the one that they'd be calling to, to come get your partner, and you fell asleep.
0: Yeah, it's not good.
1: So I know that one of those was like that, but they, they're attacking cops that are filling out paperwork in their car. So or whatever. personally,
0: what is your what is your everyday
1: aura now? Because you're on the street sometimes. So well, I'm on the street. Yeah, pretty. I, I work my normal. Uh, Street time, so I work forty hours on the street. So, is anything changed in your mindset
0: as you approach your daily, as your daily service to the community? Are you on guard more now, or have you always watched yourself with that kind of attitude and that kind of mentality of like, look, I know that we're hated by some people, so I'm always going to be cautious as I can.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's always been me. Is hey, like there are people that hate me. I go into certain neighborhoods that I know they really just don't have. They don't have the trust to to a point for law enforcement. Um, whether that be because we've arrested their brothers, uncles, aunts, them, whatever, they just hate us. Uh, so for me, I, I I handle myself pretty much the same every day. Um, I, I'm sure there's days where I'm probably not as vigilant in just preparing for things or going to calls, um, but I'll push myself and wake myself up out of that. Like when I get out, like, hey, hey, stupid, you need to start paying attention to what's going on. But there are days where I you've got whatever extra work on your plate um, because I do that other program and the family life and that stuff. that kind of gets you maybe not on guard as much because you're thinking about other things Um, you got to clear your head and and go in with nothing outside when you go to calls or when you're when you're driving around like you you have to be on point point pretty much all the time because you just never know. Um, I, I would say we're luckier than most. Um, our communities are very, our communities very supportive of law enforcement. Um, we have our small little tiny pockets of hatred um, towards the police, but for the most part, I think our community is, they're they're behind us. I mean, you saw it probably or heard about it in the riots. I mean, there were there was people that were coming down there, standing beside us in the riots and we're like go home you're not prepared for this like you don't have helmets and shields and all that stuff go home you're gonna get hurt but they wanted they're like no we're standing our ground with you this is our city not these guys most of these guys that came here to riot don't even live here we don't want them here and that was our city coming like regular everyday joe blow citizens were coming to nope not in our not in our town get out we
0: had a we had a
1: an an
0: incident like this in minnesota or was it wisconsin no it's wisconsin where the guy the kid you know just was found innocent Mm ridding house or yep well when those guys and those people from our community are standing beside you do you have is it your public duty to tell them get out of here because you're not allowed to go and cause or defend your Defend you, you can't get in an altercation or you can't prompt one because that's what they try to say. That guy did like, part everybody was on his side was saying, Well, he was here to defend, he brought a gun to defend it because the looters were going on, yeah, and yeah. then he started to get beat up and, and that's why and he was defending yeah, himself absolutely. but the other side was like well he shouldn't have put himself in that that instance in the first place it wasn't his he didn't even live there that's what they said and what and his friends or his family owned the place or i, I don't know all the details yeah i don't want to speak like i do but what i'm picturing is like these guys and girls are down there to, to fight alongside the cops are they allowed to do that
1: so the the, the main issue would be the curfew that they'd set in place So, whether you're there to riot or loot or cause disdain for any other whatever, or you're there to help, there's a curfew for you guys. So, technically, he broke that curfew time. That's all he did, Um, crime-wise, in my opinion. He wasn't supposed to be down there because they put a, hey, you guys need to be out of here. Nope, we've cleared the streets. I don't care if you're here to help. Um, Unless you're in your business, bye. You're not supposed to be down here, right? Um, so I, I guess for me, I look at it in their safety. Like, I'm like, man, I, I feel super bad if this, this kid, guy, female, mom, whatever, got hurt to me. Like, because they were chucking rocks, bricks, whatever you got. Like, that's what I would be more afraid of for them. Not that they were going to get in trouble for standing beside us because of the curfew. Um, could they do it? Technically, no, because there is that curfew. In a curfew fight. of what? You're talking about like a time, like 10
0: p.m. or something. Yeah, they
1: some of those places they said, hey, you can't be out past this time because the the violence that was going on. So my my question is this though. Okay, let's say it's 8
0: p.m. <clears throat> and these people that you have told, hey, you can't be down here. You don't have you don't have shields. You don't have the right you know protection. And they're like, no, this is our town. So now they look down the street and they see this looting going on in this business. They might know the owner of this business. They might know Old Man Jones that's on this TV Mm -hmm. repair shop for 50 years in the community. Yep. Well, all of a sudden, his front window's broken out and all these TVs are being stolen. They run down there. They're there to protect. This is our city. This is Mm -hmm. our mindset. They start grabbing these looters and they start altercations because these looters are destroying their city and destroying the property of one of their beloved friends and a beloved member of this community. So what is the mindset? Are these people allowed... To defend this and help the police, especially when the police are under under what we've started this conversation with, being a target, mm-hmm. these people are have they're they're gutsy to be down there defending I, with 100%. you one hundred percent. So some of them might have their concealed weapons permits. So some of them might be carrying. Now you start going into that 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 area, that gray area of like, okay, well, when am I when am I allowed to pull my weapon? When am I not? So old man Jones's TV shop is busted into and they're stealing it. Are they allowed to go and protect that place? Because that's real. That's really what that ridding house guy was doing yeah.
1: when he when he came under attack. One hundred percent. I would say they are. Uh, like, don't don't quote me on legalities of that. But for me, um, I wouldn't go and start arresting these people for protecting other people's properties. I wouldn't. Um, but could they be charged with something if they are not? If, if they were told to disperse and get out of there? Yes. They so, what be- would be the right way? You go down there and
0: make a line in front of the broken window and don't let the thugs in there. Because if you go down there and there's somebody that's still in a TV and you grab them and force them down to the ground, then all of a sudden they could say, "Hey,
1: he's just beating this. guy He's just guy beating up, this right? guy
0: up for he don't. It's not his job as a community, as a per, uh, you know, just a citizen to be able to tell if this guy's still in this TV or not.
1: Absolutely, right. So then you get into all that gray. It's area. super gray, and that's why, honestly, that's why I, I I would say if you were down there, Chad, I'd be like, dude i appreciate it man go home but most people with our mentality though don't want to see it
0: they want to be a part of they want to be a part especially with the climate and today it's like i keep telling people like man good citizens are not going to keep standing for this Mm-mm. we're not going to keep standing for our kids being treated this way in the schools we're not you see it in canada and ottawa right now with all the truck drivers, the truck drivers right drivers, the vaccination yeah. like They're literally trying to control us in a lot of ways. So a lot of people are already developing this, especially with the last 18 to 24 months, 18 months, 24 months of this pandemic, people are losing their patience.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it
0: takes a lot to sit back and go, Oh yeah, it's okay that the cops are getting shot. Oh yeah, it's okay that Old Man Jones's TV shop's getting, getting broken. broken in. It's not yep. okay. Yep. And, and and good citizens are are going to get fed up and tired of it if they haven't already. But it's almost like the silent majority. It's like you never hear the silent majority bitch if somebody wins the election. I think it was more so this time than ever because mm-hmm. nobody believed it. You know what was going on with the balloting and the voting and the mail in yep. voting and all that, but. It's almost like we stay quiet, we stay quiet, we stay quiet, and we just watch all this stuff going on. You don't see us going out, and when I say us, I mean the silent majority, gun owners, people that are that are that get it, aren't going out and marching and and trying to to to, to protest something. We stay back, we live our lives, but how much longer can people take it seeing our police officers, men and women treated like this, seeing our societies treated like this? Have you seen the footage of the railroad track uh in no in california. but i've heard about it like, oh my god it's isn't that Gavis ridiculous Houston put all the homeless people there and it literally like you can't be proud of that if you're a citizen of california no. how much more can we take of this of of we were driving down a street yesterday i'm not going to say where but it was in our community and who was i with i was with uh, a friend of ours that you know big long beard uh-huh. he, he taps me and he goes look at that and it was this homeless shelter Homeless, uh, what do they call them? Camp. Yeah. On a place where I used to love to walk and jog and watch mallard ducks, like just be mallard ducks. And it was filthy. I started looking along the the creek bed and everything, and it was unreal, the trash and the garbage. And I was like, what are we doing? What is our world turning into? There's no pride in anything anymore. If we can't go and say, this is not right. Now, look, am I compassionate about the situation? I'm leading into something here, Woodward, so give me a second. (laughs) I'm compassionate about this situation, Uh but it goes along the lines of the rights of a looter, the rights of somebody that's not a looter that's protecting a place to stop that looter. Well, what can a police officer do when he sees— his beloved city being treated that way, you can't just go up and say, get your tent and get out of here. Me as a citizen, I can't go in there and be like, hey, I'm taking this all down as fast as you put it up. They have, they have I don't know what their rights are. That's the gray area. Again, it's like... Okay, am I an asshole for saying, I don't want your homeless camp on this part of this river because this is where I grew up fishing and I want to take my daughter fishing here. And I don't want her to see what's going on down here. Am I wrong to think that way? No. But if I say that, people are like, you're just so uncompassionate about the homeless. No, I'm not. But where are we going if we can't even have the rights to go fish? Have you been out on the, the, the new street that goes from here south, the big one? I'm not going to say a name again. Yeah. But have you been out there and seen the jogging pass? Mm-hmm. All that tax money yep. that, was, that we paid over the last 30 years to build that infrastructure and that awesome, both sides, trails for bike riding and walking and hiking and running and jogging, we can't even do it now. You know why? Because there's homeless camps all the way up and down south, north and south on both sides of the road, east and west, on both sides of the road. Let me say that again so nobody thinks I'm an gonna... idiot. the road runs north and south. The homeless camps are on both sides of that road, so east and west sides of the road. And you can't go on either side. Uh-uh. So that is close to where my daughter lives with, with my ex-wife. Uh-huh. She loves to ride her bike. You yep. can't even let him outside to ride a bike because we're assholes for thinking.
1: That that's wrong, that we're allowing that to happen. The worst part about it for me is our community spends millions and millions of dollars. We have a giant homeless shelter. Giant one. Huge. In fact, we've had to change some of the policies and rules in this place just so that it will accommodate more people. Because I I think we've talked about it before. There's rules in there that you can't be drunk. You can't get high. You you can't have... uh, husband-wife, boyfriend-girlfriend sleeping in the same bed type setups. Um, They've started lifting, like it used to be males were over here in this separate building, females were in this separate building, and the the kids' portion were in a complete separate building, right? So the the families were in one shelter together with husband-wife and their kids. But then male and female were separated. Well, nobody would do it because well, I want to be with my girlfriend. I want to be with my boyfriend. So they wouldn't use the shelter. They would go pitch a tent somewhere. So we've started lifting. They've started changing some of those rules so that they can be together in certain shelters together. I don't think they condone intercourse and all that stuff, obviously, but. They're allowing. They're making
0: it easier for them to stay stay in the shelter.
1: Shelter together. Dogs, things like that. They're allowing into these certain areas. Because there are, there is a mindset. There are families
0: that have been pushed out of their house for unknown reasons. And they're allowing them to stay there. Yes. It's awesome. So
1: we've spent and we've changed and we've actually built a bigger one. To accommodate them. We've played baseball there. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like Clay and I, that was where our senior year we played. I know right where it is. Um. That's that's all that's becoming. Yeah, I know. It's, it's unreal. So it's
0: but that But that's right in the middle of the city.
1: Yeah. It, it's Yeah. It, I mean, it's on the eastern side of it. Um, eastern so, side of what? Downtown? Downtown. It's yeah. right in the middle of the valley, though. It's like, oh, 100% it's like it right is.
0: where all the highways are. Yes. It's
1: everything. Yes, 100%. Around there actually doesn't look too bad. But it still goes back to this. They don't like the rules there. They still don't. But, want. but
0: but who are they to decide? That's the question here. Is where does it stop? Of if you're going to choose that, okay. <clears throat> Look, there's all types. There's all types of reasonings for being yeah. homeless. There's mental health. Mm-hmm. There's addiction. There's down on your luck and you lost your job. There is choosing it. There is. The recession of 2007 that pushed many families out of their homes. Where does it stop, though? As a, I want to go in. This is where I was going with this. As a police officer, you are supposed to be making the community better. Your job is to protect that community. Uphold the values. That's, my, that's what I think. I think that everybody should be held to a certain set of values to make sure that our community is the best and make it better today than it was yesterday. Well, police officers are out there to help protect that vision, in my opinion. That's what part of your job, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying that you're responsible for making sure there's no homeless people, but as you watch your community that you cherish and protect just not even care about the aesthetics the security, the safety, drug deals going on everywhere because they're allowed to live on the river. They're allowed to live on the bike path. They're allowed to live here. Have you been over off of the other road out by the cornfields where all the pumpkin patches are on the on the on the east part of Reno, like right by the river? I mean, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. I used to walk through there with my and train dogs in there with permission of the landowner. I, I can't go over there anymore. Uh-uh. It's not that I'm scared. It's that I don't know what we're allowed to do or what we're allowed to think or what we're supposed to think. They've ruined the landscape of places. Well, 100% they have. And so as a police officer, going back to what I was talking about in that gray area, protecting the community, do you have any we, – we talked about like, well, we got to prioritize. It's like that's the last thing on your guys' list. Well, they got more rights than we do. There's nothing we can do, right? Well,
1: yes and no in that aspect. Like uh, There are certain laws. Wait, let me rephrase that. I'm
0: sorry. Okay. Can you go and say you're not allowed to put your tent here, get it out of here? That's my question, I guess.
1: So there's laws, and what I was going to tell you, there's certain laws that we have to have enough bedding for them in the sleeping places in the shelter. If there's no place for them in the shelter to go, then it starts to tie our hands a little bit with, can we just displace them? Can we tell them to move from here? Now, they can't camp on the river. Um, there's certain ordinances that, that that they can't do that. Um, but other spots where it's not the river, they're so far, it's a it's a footage. Like, hey, you can be 100 yards, 200 yards, 5 feet, whatever it is, uh, away from the river. Um, we actually have a unit that that's all they do. We have cops. Um, I think there's six of them. All they do is work with the homeless. We have another six that all they do is work with the mentally ill. So they're trying to get them resources. They're trying to get them off, out, off the river, out of those tents. Hey, we've got vouchers for uh, motel rooms. Here you go. To help get them off the street. To get them that start maybe again. But like you said, you you you, you, you listed off a bunch of reasons for homelessness, right? Yeah. The biggest one that you're probably never going to change is the choice. I've worked here for 17 plus years. Um, We used to have a very small population of homeless guys that we dealt with all the time on a regular basis. Right. And it was their choice. They just wanted to sit and drink and do nothing. He's like, I don't want to go to work. Why would I go to work? I'm happy doing this. I sit by this river all day, or I go over here. I have the freedom to do whatever I want in that aspect. Yeah, until it's until it's eighteen right? degrees, and they got to find somewhere to stay, or they freeze to death. Yeah. So, do they have that right? Yes and no. Like there's, it, it it is that gray area, just like you said. So today they could be breaking the law. Tomorrow, not breaking the law because we don't have any beds left in the shelter. Um, but i've also heard about you just said choice yeah. they've done studies in this community
0: <clears throat> come visit we're going to give you meds to help we're going to give you a bed we're going to give you a job starter program and i think the number don't quote me on this i need to do some research on this was 80 or 90% of the homeless people that the that the law enforcement and this in the in the community did the study on said we don't want any of it. Yeah, they, we, we don't we don't want any of it. We don't we don't want to be fixed. We don't th- we want to stay out here. So, yeah. if that's their mindset, then we just like the people that were helping you during the riots should be able to say, "Well, we don't want you living on our river. We don't want you living on the bike path mm-hmm. because it's our choice to live the way that we're living. And our choice was to be a tax-paying, law-abiding citizen." Meaning that if I want to go use the bike path, I like, oh, Chad, quit crying. There's plenty of bike paths. That's not the point. I want to use that one. That one's the one I want to use. You know why? Because it's awesome. It's got great freaking, uh, it's, it's brand new. It's easy to ride on. It's got great incline. It's got good decline. It's got good straightaways. I could come up with all the reasons in the world why I want to use that one right there. Mm-hmm. But I can't. Why? Why can't you just go around them? Go around them? I shouldn't have to go around them. That's
1: dangerous. Well, I don't
0: want to be. I don't want to put myself in that position.
1: Going around them sometimes, there isn't even a room. There's to There's not go even. Around. A, there's no room to go <laughs> yeah, around, go around them. them, and we have to move those guys. Honestly, we have to come in and, and hey, you guys, can't, you guys are blocking the entire sidewalk or block. Like, why
0: have they been there for so long?
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's unreal. It's, they just it's a, go right back the next day. Chad, it's a mess. I it's, will tell you right now. I wouldn't say it's a losing battle, but it's a very difficult battle because we've. Moved them from here. Hey, you guys can't be here at all because there's a like, camp. Clean them up. We move. They end up getting. I wouldn't say displaced, but they end up all moving over to this other area, and creating another camp. As soon as we like, it's literally like we just bounce them around, bounce them around. That's all it is. I'm like, we don't really have any laws. I can see it. Is a is a community guy that's not here that much.
0: When I come back and I see what I see, I'm like, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. It seems to me like there's nothing we can do. Of why can't we get them out of the, these areas? Because they just go to the next one. Then you got to put on top of that, and I'm sure you deal with this all the freaking time as a police officer. I'm, I'm on I'm on situations <laughs> of of your job of the climate of your job of what. There's all these different climates in our communities and our world today. And this, to me, is a big deal because you just literally told me that there's an entire unit that has to be dedicated to the homeless. Those guys could be out doing something that's way more important, in my opinion, of protecting the communities instead of getting somebody to pick their tent off of the river bottom. My point, the the other part of this is business. Uh I've been around business where I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are the rights of that business owner now? I know that they're not necessarily trespassing but i'm definitely not going to go be a part of that i'm not going around there there was human feces in two spots down by the city center the other day when i was going to a public speaking engagement down there that's not cool oh that's just that that could be a dog no that ain't a dog okay it's not i promise you that's gross mm-hmm. it's disgusting it makes me cr- like cringe and then on top of that as a business owner when i see these businesses down in certain parts of even in the industrial centers of our of our valley yes there's these camps set up to where the business owners have to sit there and take it. How many times do they have to call you guys? Mm-hmm. How many times do they have to go to the city council of whether it's this one or this one or the county or whatever? Yep. That I, I ask all these questions of like our rights are being taken away daily. You can go break into Old Man Jones's TV shop and take what you want and get a slap on the wrist. You can go set your tent up anywhere you want and just get a slap on the wrist and go move it wherever you want. It's crazy mindset to me. And then on top of that, the bigger picture is that all of that mindset leads to targeting police officers. This last one that just came out, I just read the report that he was slapped on the wrist with, the, with a, out of jail and, uh, before, barely penalized for other acts of, of breaking the law, and what does he do? Takes it a step further and freaking shoots a cop. There's no yep. eye for an eye. There's nobody held, being held accountable There's nobody that has the mindset of like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that because I'm going to get that. Nobody's scared.
1: No, they don't care You know who's scared?
0: It's us. Mm -hmm. Scared to walk the riverbank. Cops to go out. They're quitting their jobs because they're scared that they don't want to get shot in the head when they're not paying attention and their families are going to be left without them for the rest of their lives. This is BS. Mm -hmm. It's it's reversed. Yes, it is. Criminals should be the ones that are scared. And because of this gray area, and I know this is Sig Sauer's peace of mind, (laughs) where is our peace of mind supposed to come from? When we have no rights.
1: Well, and I I honestly think that's where you're going to start to see a big shift. I'm I'm hoping. I'm crossing my fingers. I think that you're going to see a big shift in the next couple years, probably four, three to four. They're going to start electing different people in charge of stuff. Definitely. Because I think people, the law-abiding citizen like you're talking about, the regular person, the regular business owner, they're done. They're like, this is bullshit. I pay Wait a minute, all You're this saying money. Some, you're saying
0: something very big here because you're saying that a Democrat or a liberal is going to look at Joe Biden and know that he his mindset is why we're talking about these littler pieces. His mindset is to protect these criminals. His mindset is to protect people that aren't law abiding citizens. I, but I don't think it's just. I don't think I'm it's, not just saying it's just Biden. Just I'm Biden. just saying. That, but you're, but my, my question is is you're saying that even if you're a Democrat, you might not agree with the the like I, I think our mayor's terrible. You're telling me that even a Democrat that would have voted for our mayor in the last election will not vote for somebody with this the views because of what's going on because of the things that we're talking about right now.
1: I think they're opening the eyes to that. You're seeing it in other states. You're seeing governors that have never. It, this state was always a blue state, always a blue state for a governor. Like never ever, they're like we're done, we're done. Like, I don't care who comes in, but you better have this this stance in upholding the laws and what we want to see changed within our community. If you don't, we're not electing you. We're going to elect the other person because they have that stance. So who do you think is going to be governor? Do I know? don't know. I really don't know. I have but my thoughts. I, I, I have my thoughts, but I don't think – I definitely don't think that, the, that our governor is going to get reelected. Really? I don't think Because so. a lot of people, including – staunch republicans think
0: that it is so warped and so um what is the word i'm looking for like um unethical voting unethical treatment of the balloting unethical treatment of the office cheating pretty much yeah yeah that that, he's that gonna,
1: you're just going to get reelected cuz they're going to cheat to win
0: yeah that well that's the mindset of, yeah. of of our side now because they pulled it off
1: they pulled it off to they pulled it off Two years ago, bud, they yeah, pulled off the biggest hoax in the history. I get it, I get that, but you're looking at other states. Like I think it was Virginia.
0: No, there's Virginia. There's Georgia. There's a lot of Republicans that were Virginia, the Republican came in, and now yeah. the the Republicans leading in Georgia.
1: So that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I, I think honestly, there's uh, you look at politics right now, and I hate. I, I really, honestly, I hate getting into politics. I hate talking about politics. Because it just kind of pisses me off. and Me too. To, to, to a point, there's not I, I a whole used lot to not, that I I
0: used be. to not be this staunch. My brothers always have been.
1: Oh, yes. I've never been as staunch as I am right now, but it's because of the cheating, really. And what 100%. Well, and I, I think it's more the... The people are just like... Hey, you said you were going to do this.
0: You but said you... But, but, but I, they've I,
1: always done that, right? So, But I think that even now, you've got people that were on that, say, Democratic Party they're like oh hell no like <laughs> i you think that they're looking you? at
0: joe biden and being like
1: yeah what is going on yeah i i do i don't think he has the support that he did before there's no well the I mean, support that he had before well, was no, like, no. live For,
0: from but even from his party what what about the mindset that they just put him there as a puppet because oh, I, and they cheated his way in there so absolutely. they could find somebody else to come in there like they're talking about Hillary going back in there I mean it's a game it's all a oh, game hundred percent it is have you been have you heard about this new book called Red Handed that just came out Mm-mm. no I'm gonna let you borrow it is it good I, I read it in one day it's the one that all the reports are coming out right now from like Trump and all and, and Tucker Carlson all these guys are talking about the the what has been uncovered in this book there's now again, the, the
1: the the other side is gonna say it's all lies but it's conspiracy theory dude, it's unreal right, it's I'm, unbelievable th- there's so much that goes on that we don't know about honestly i, I behind the scenes type things that that handled uh, let's get back to let's, you guys let's it would piss everybody off politics i are politics one thing, and, and I, it. I hate and, and i appreciate
0: it. you bringing it up that you think changes are gonna be made and i hope that they are i do because as, as a citizen with um I don't know how much, how to say it other than as a father of a daughter, and I don't care if you have a son, our world is going the complete opposite way of how my dad or my grandpa's or any, anybody that I wanted to follow in their footsteps, like these reports of these girl athletes that are competing with these boys that are now girls. What? What? There's this, you know, this report that just came out. I used to be the fastest girl in I think it was Virginia too. And now I can't win a race because of this other one. This swimmer that's in there just beating everybody's blocks off because it's a dude racing against women. This is not fair. Like, there's this mindset that starts on all these different levels that everything is going against the norm of, well, Belding, what is the norm? The norm is if you're a girl, you race other girls. Okay? That's just all there is to it. Now, am I saying that men are way better athletes than women? No. I'm just saying that it's different. Oh, the best woman swimmer in the world cannot beat Michael Phelps. Okay? The best woman sprinter in the world could not beat Ben Johnson back in the day. That's a bad example because he was steroids. Or Carl Lewis, probably. Mm-hmm. Or the guy from Jamaica now. What's his name? The the no, badass. Uh, yeah. Uh Bull. Bull, yeah. They're okay, they, they can't do it. So is that his name? Manute? No, that Manu Bull is basketball. What is his name? That real fast guy.
1: I think it is Bull in it, but I don't know. Lightning. Uh, anyway, um, but you're right. 100%. But nothing's normal. 100%. So
0: everything that we've talked about, from from cops being scared now to, to defending our properties to the homeless to all the way down to all these different levels, it's like, how are you supposed to parent? How are you supposed to manage? How are you supposed to build integrity? When it seems like there's no integrity in any of these choices, it's just like this woke nature, this whole deal going on with Neil Neil Young and Joe Rogan and kick Joe Rogan off of Spotify or pull my music. Spotify's like, well, we're pulling your music because they said he's given misinformation about the vaccine and all these mandates. Well, is he or is he just or is he just challenging
1: the mm-hmm. norm? Is or, he challenging or the Or is he talking about his opinion in that aspect? And well, I think he's asking a-, a lot of questions and he has guests on there that are very controversial hmm. Absolutely. And you're I, I think that's where we're at the most. And I, I think you got people like Joe Rogan that are like, hey, I'm try. I want to open people's eyes to that may not know the other side. The, hey, did you know this was going on? I don't pay attention to a lot of the news because I don't. It, it just irritates me. Um, my wife makes fun of me. She's like, you have no idea what's going on. I go, not unless it affects me in certain aspects. Like I really that's just going to make me mad. You're right. And I, so I try, I try to stay away from it. I do. Um, but I, I, I'm hoping, I really am hoping that there is going to, you're going to start to see that switch, that change of, hey, like, yeah, we, we're we here to help people, but we're not just going to keep handing it out. I always made the joke, like, we get back to the homeless for a second, The when we built our first portion of the homeless shelter, I you watched Field the Dreams. If you build it, they would come. We had people coming from out of state, didn't live here, never lived here, never been here before. Well, I we came here because you guys got a homeless shelter. That's not. That wasn't the objective to building that. It was for the homeless within our community yep. for a place to stay. Well, they figure out that this is a great place, and so the other cities are giving them bus tickets and train tickets to come here.
0: They that's, were, too. They were, they, 100% they, they were.
1: So. Um, and that's, that's an issue. Um, and that's what we got to change ultimately in that aspect. I don't have an issue with helping out people that need help. I hundred percent. not I'm help.
0: compassionate for it. 100%. I know people that. But are you homeless.
1: can't. You can't be like homeless for sixty years. There's an, there were opportunities for you to get out of being homeless. No, or there were Unemployment, like, or welfare, like you don't need to be on welfare for sixty, seventy years. Like you've never had a job in sixty or seventy years. But if like, but how it, is that possible? But Here's right? the deal. It should be the other side saying, "You're done." Exactly, you're done. Hundred percent. I don't ha- like. I said I don't have a problem. Hey, there's a timeline. Okay, you got you got so many years to get this. Or hey, you got a job and then you you had a job for a year and you lost it. You got okay. Now you got so many years to to figure that. We got people say, "Oh man, I can't get a job." I'm like, that's straight up BS right now. There isn't a place no in way. the country that's that is not hiring right now. hundred percent. Like agreed. you could get a job anywhere. But it's anywhere. a mindset. It, it is a mindset. I, I have, I have because people. it comes back to the government going, "Hey, right now, I'll give you 800 bucks, 900 bucks a week to just sit at home." Well, you only made 800 if you went to work. So the guy's going, "Hold on, I can make 800 going to work, 800 sitting at home." Well, what, what are most people going to do? They're going I'd rather sit at home. Like that's gonna, all I'm going to make anyway. So I'll just sit at home, be with my kids or Have fun. Go do whatever I want to do because I make the same amount of money. That's got to stop because you're just making the incentives to not better yourself. Nobody's going to change themselves if you just keep giving it to everybody. It's no different than our kids. If if you kept giving your daughter anything and everything she wanted, not making her work for anything, not making her. She'll never have a work ethic. She she wouldn't. And then we're breeding.
0: It's the same with raising a dog. 100%. People are like, why do you discipline that dog so much? Because he's going to be a gentleman. She's going to be a lady. Yep. She's not going to charge through the door as soon as I open it and take out somebody's knees. She's not going to move until I tell her to move. Yep. It's the bottom line. She's going. She needs infrastructure. She needs rules. She needs discipline. And people are like... Well, you're hard on your dogs. No, I'm consistent on my dogs. I love my dogs. That, that Two of them slept with me in my bed last night. Axel and Izzy, a black lab puppy, and Axel, my black lab, literally were spooning with me. I love them, but I stay on their ass. And that's what people are afraid to do is that they're like, oh, I'm going to just lean up a little bit. I'll be more lenient on it. Let's just be yeah. lenient. They'll figure it out themselves. That dog ain't going to figure it. You know, if you put a bag of dog food down in front of a dog, he's going to blow his guts out. He'll eat the whole thing the Whole thing, 100%. because you're not rationing it. So if you give somebody something like the $800, they want the whole thing and then they want it again. That dog's going to expect yep. he's going to be lined up at that bag the next day. Hey, boss, where's my 40 pounds of dog food? Well, you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna you're not doing that dog any favors. Nope. You're gonna make that dog obese, unhealthy, bad joints, everything. goes same as a kid,
1: if everybody's like, the "Oh, he's a kid. In the world. <laughs> let him eat
0: that. Let him eat that. All the sugar that he can, and, or she can. Oh, really? That's a good mindset that they can eat McDonald's every day. No, it's not. Because a kid mindset, most kids are gonna be like." Let's go back there again tomorrow. That was so good. That salt, those fries, that milkshake, that playground, blah, 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 blah. No, it's discipline. Mm -hmm. Now, am I saying that you can't reward them once in a while with some of it? You get rewarded for what? Hard work and performance. Okay? Not participation. You don't just get it because you woke up today. And that's where everything started to change, in my opinion, is... You participate in life. You get every. You get the same as the people that are champions. No, it means something to be a champion. And I'm not saying that you have to be Michael Jordan and win six NBA titles to be a champion. I'm talking about you can be a champion in life every day. By waking up and putting your feet on the ground or your boots on and saying, you know what? I'm going to lead today. I'm going to change somebody's life. So I'm going to be, be an influence and inspiration. I'm going to have a good work ethic. I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability. Just work hard. You don't wake up and say, I'm going to shoot a cop today. I'm going to wake up today and go be homeless. And I'm going to go live on the river. And I'm going to make it. You don't wake up with that mentality. Now, again, I'm compassionate about the, the mental health and, and the things that people go through with addiction and everything. I've seen it internally in my own family, my immediate family. But I still... Want to make sure that my dogs are raised right, my daughter's raised right, our community's right. We're not going that direction right now. And I hope that you're right in three to four years that it happens. We are going to come back with another podcast. I'm going to let you finish that thought. But we are going to talk about concealed weapons and, and concealed carry. Because, again, this we've had conversations about it before. Yep. I got off on a tangent today thinking about concealed carry because of what – when you came up with the, the, the comment about the protesters, I went off on all these different areas of the climate of our community yeah. and country right now and what cops and law enforcement are endearing right now. Like, where does it stop? Not endearing right now. What they're experiencing right now. Like, where does it stop? Does it stop? Or now is it going to start happening to other people that are protecting our, our public servants to it? Where does it stop? Where does it stop? If oh well, let's go after the firefighters because they support the police officers. No, we have to nip this shit in the butt because we are not going down the right road, in my opinion. And people are going to say, "Well, Belding, if you want change, you got to make it." We try. We're we're trying to get the right people elected. We're fighting for it, but our hands are tied in a lot of instances, and that's not a pity party, Woodward. I'm not sitting there going, "Raw, I'm just so I'm just so sad about my life because there's homeless people on the river." I'm not. I'm saying that the big picture... You would just like see some change in that aspect.
1: And, and you, not just You're still but. going about your, your daily life and living to the best of your abilities, right? And doing those things. Because that's you. And, and, and you are one of those guys that's like, I'm not going to just take anything for granted
0: from anything. But I worry, a lot, you more, work your I worry a lot more about it today than I ever did when I was growing up. Because when I was growing up... I'd go downtown. Listen, I'd go downtown, and I would drag Maine. I would be down there with my rap music playing, not like Gangstered Up and like hydraulics and stuff, but I would be me. I was down there safe. My Two people, two people that work for me are from out of state. I was at an event, and I didn't know they were going to dinner. They just took it upon themselves to find like a local rating of a restaurant. Well, it happened to be downtown Mm -hmm. on the river. You know what they said to me that night? We will never go to downtown, and I'm not going to say the name of the city. We will never go to downtown again. You know how sad that is. You know yeah. why? They had two, and they had two encounters with what they called crazies that night. Mm-hmm. One of them was a drug deal gone bad on a 10 speed bike, where a guy was flying through the crosswalk yelling with somebody chasing him. The next one was a homeless lady with. Pretty much almost all the way naked in wintertime, grabbing her you-know-what, yelling and screaming. And I'm like, okay, there's some mental illness there probably. But does she need to be doing that right there to persuade people away from the casinos, the restaurants, the business, the entrepreneurial spirit of America? She's allowed to just stay there? Oh, yeah, come back and do it tomorrow. Show starts at 7. Bullshit. That's not right. These guys said they will not go downtown anymore
1: because it was filthy. And they encountered that stuff. Yep. That's sad. 100%. That's sad. And I go back to this. You did that. You were who you are. And you say you're, you're, you're more worried about the, the, the direction of the, the communities and the, our, our country and that, right? Because things were instilled differently in us growing up. Like, you didn't do that. My, you didn't do that stuff with my parents. They would have whipped your ass for it. Oh, I was, right? tell, I was telling yeah. these guys yesterday how bad I'd get beat. Oh, well, not if you, abused, I would get my ass beat. And, and deserved. If you did something wrong, yeah. the, hey, my dad or mama told me, hey, don't do that. They don't just whip your ass to begin with. No. It was, don't do that. I told you not to do that. By the third time, you were getting an ass beating for it because you were told, don't do that. Yep. And that's what was instilled in myself. I know it was, I mean, I grew up with you guys too. I know Orv, he didn't, didn't, honestly, and that's why my parents and your parents got a lot, like to a point, they didn't, if I screwed up in front of Orv, it was like a green light. Oh yeah, my dad would have social services called on him every day now with the climate of our society. Oh, 100%. Because he was was disciplining us. Yes, 100%. Dude, I've had those conversations. I go, my mom was a very, very hard disciplined person for us, like, she was she was not having the bullshit. No, and then you shouldn't you shouldn't have. Like, but if you set the
0: if you set the ground the yes, ground rules, that's where I was going with that. If you set the ground rules, I don't have to worry about it with Alyssa anymore because <laughs> she knows there's repercussions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's you're going to be held accountable. You're going to know you're going to grow up the right way. You're going to work. You're going to do your chores. You're going to get rewarded when it's time to be rewarded. You're going to get your homework done. You're going to dress right. You're going to do all. You're going to be polite. You're going to open doors. You're going to take care of our elders, you're going to have respect for everything. That's how I was instilled. My dad would drive us around to freaking 8 to 10 elderly folks once to twice a month. And you know, Ben Donnelly, Cecil Washington, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bobby Jean. We, I could keep naming them. I, and I'm still like that mentality today. When you see how we are with less, when you see how we are with different individuals like John LaMonica or the people that we yep. still continue to go visit. Because that was instilled in us the respect. My dad knew when he was, my dad knows when he's up in heaven now that he's got nothing to worry about, that we're not going to go out and make mistakes, but it's because of the groundwork that him and my mom laid, just like your mom and dad did. And that, that, that whole mentality is being taken away because you can get away with anything. I'll graffiti your fence because I know that they're not going to care. They might not even respond to it. I, if I see my, somebody graffitiing somebody's private property, my mentality, cut their hand off. But people are like, that's just too much. Really? Because now it's going to go on to robbery, and then it's going to go on to armed robbery, and then it's going to go on to something bigger because they're never held accountable. You
1: give them an inch, they're going to take that mile. 100%, right? just like a dog, yep. just like a kid. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, really? I can eat all this. I can eat all nine of these Happy Meals? Nobody's stopping me? Remember Tommy Boyd, Chris Farley <laughs> eating all the sack lunches? <laughs> uh-uh. That's how the dog is. That dog will not stop until you kick the bull out from under him and say, get out of that food. That's why you portion it and ration it, right? That's why yep. that's why you you're a good dog owner. It's everybody's like you're comparing homeless to dogs. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that there is a right mentality to live our life in my opinion. And this whole woke generation of screw the police, defund them. Let the homeless live wherever they want. Don't let Joe Rogan have the second or the first amendment, the the, the right of speech. And let him like talk it. about it because he's challenging <laughs> yeah. the norm. He's challenging the Mm -hmm. complexity of what our government is now. No, they're just scared because they know what's going on. They know Mm -hmm. what's going on. You're telling me that I just got back from three of the biggest conventions in Vegas. Okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't wear a mask. I didn't even see a mask. Okay? It says on the Uber, got to wear a mask. I didn't wear a mask. Convention was maskless. Not one person in Vegas, and I'm telling you not one human being, looked at me, and I'm talking in the airport too, bud. I walked all the way through the freaking terminals to baggage claim. Not one human being said, put your mask on. Hmm. Now, look, I'm not trying to be an outlaw or a vigilante. I'm just simply saying, where, what is going on when all of these events are taking place, but they still want us to have our vaccine card to go eat lunch in San Francisco? I can't go to the wharf and get a bowl of clam chowder Right now, because I don't have a vaccine card. Can you imagine the world we're living in? A vaccine card to cross the Canadian border to go kill Canada geese and hunt and live my, and put all that money into the tourism of Canada and these small
1: and that's prairie why, towns. That's why you got a lot of people up there that are pissed, pissed off.
0: And and so what the mentality starts with how you feed your dog. Because all of these people have this mindset of like dogs don't need to be disciplined. Let the kids do whatever they want. Let the shoplifters do whatever they want. Now, all of a sudden, on the bigger scale of things, they think that they can control us in a way of, like, vaccine mandates are the answer. Mm -hmm. Like, we're going down a rabbit hole here that we could talk about for days. (laughs) But I'm telling you, this whole woke generation is trying to make us feel like we did everything wrong by disciplining our dog, disciplining our kids. We're oh Oh, it's okay to be a boy, but you're participating in girls' sports now? All of this is not right. It's not right, but it's but if we say it's not right, we're the ones that get chastised for thinking our way. Yep. And that's what Joe Rogan did. Joe Rogan is just challenging it by having people on and challenging it. He's not saying that they're 100% right. He's just challenging it. Yeah,
1: he wants enough. Well, and I, and I to know. And then what this.
0: happens? And then what happens?
1: They want to cancel him. They, they cancel the shows. They'll, they'll kick you off Twitter. They'll kick because you off whatever. Because scared. Because of that stuff. That doctor that he
0: interviewed that everybody's mad about, that, they, the, that all the doctors, all the physicians, everybody sent the letter to Spotify saying you need to remove that podcast episode. That doctor was, uh, before he went on to Rogan, was canceled on Twitter. Oh really? Cancelled on Twitter. That doctor was. You, have you listened to the interview? Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Not rog, all of Rogan it. Rogan's a badass for being able to get these guys on. Awesome. And, and now they're saying they all these doctors got together, CDC and all these guys say get that episode off there because his the information is misleading. Well, do, co- it contradicts scary. them. Contradicts what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, 100%. because of the mandate. The mo- follow the money. First of all, in politics, follow the money. Follow That's five the number one key. Money. I think. Now look. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything that's going on with the mandate. I'm not going to say that the mandate doesn't work. It hasn't been proven to me that it works. Promise you. Well, and well,
1: I think that's where we. I think that's where a lot of people have gone. Is okay, hey, for the majority, I think everybody wore masks for a while, right? Like you know? it was that. That was just the thing. Well, it didn't stop anything. They're like, this will stop it. it. Didn't stop it. Well, this will stop it. Well, that didn't stop it. So I think people are like, you don't really know. So quit telling us what to do because you have no idea what's going to stop this coronavirus you don't so quit trying to make crazy things when you've you contradict yourself i mean look at the cdc they've come out and said hey masks don't really work but yet they're going to do a, a mask mandate i'm like you just said like six months ago a year ago that masks don't work why are you having them wear masks then you should have lifted that um and that's i think people are pissed i think i from what
0: i'm hearing. And I hope. I, I, I don't think that it can last much longer. We, we cannot be forced to get this shot. We can't. No. It's, it's just, we can't. And here's the other thing, is that people already have been scared into getting it, mm-hmm. that I think that stuff's going to come out in the future on it. Then you're going to start to see huge lawsuits. you got to get it to keep your medical job. you got to get it, you know, OSHA dropped it, obviously. But there was a lot of people before that that had already gotten it because yep. they were scared to lose their job. 100%. That is brainwashing, warping at
1: its mm-hmm. finest a lot of places to get your job. Yeah. Is where that changed. Yeah. So, like for us, they had it to where hey, they were going to try to mandate it, mandate. it. That was the going to be the push. Well, obviously the lawsuits that have happened and that they've everybody kind of canceled that push. But they went after all of our new hires.
0: But how do they not that here let's we're going to end it on this. I heard last night a story that a buddy told me that he got he had his 11-year-old daughter get it and I'm like whoa whoa, like how do they even know that this cannot affect this young woman's life and reproductive mm-hmm. parts mm-hmm. of her life, emotional, whatever it comes down to. I said, why? Because she wanted to see her grandma. Think of the fear that's put into that family of a, having an elderly woman in their family still lucky to be alive, you know, yep. you know, have that. I don't have grandparents anymore, but I wish I did. So this family's lucky to have their grandparents around. In order to see them, they're told you got to have the, the vaccine. That's crazy mindset. That's crazy to scare this family into thinking that when there's not even any proof that they needed it to see grandma yep. or because people, the, the vaccine are still getting sick. So yep. how do they know that they didn't get the vaccine, got infected, went to see grandma. Oh,
1: and gave it's, her the, it's okay. And to gave her the exact, exact same thing. They got, right? And they infected her. Well, and they're saying now I, I, I heard and read this. Uh, if you got your vaccine over a year ago, they're like, not, not good anymore. You're not vaccinated. I'm, like, well, I'm sure. How <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. You can't, you can't, this is a big mandate year. this and do this and then change your mind when you want to. You can't, That's not, you can't have your cake. You see, eat this it is
0: part of peace of mind because my peace of mind is altered. I, th- I lay but, up at night and think about this. I love my life. I'm blessed to have what we have, all of us as human beings. But there's certain things going on in our communities right now that have affected my peace of mind. And I feel like in my life right now, and I really mean this. That there's been never a more important time to have the mindset of protecting yourself. 100%. I just, I just don't think. I think that people are getting away your, with everything. Your stances they want to. have
1: changed in, in life yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. like you see this and you're like, I was okay, but this isn't fixing anything. So now I'm going to take this stance, this stance, this stance, and protect myself step. and my family yeah, and my exactly. property
0: more than I ever have. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's almost like weird. It's almost like whoa, I've never seen that automobile in my neighborhood. My freaking guard goes up. All right. All right, it's time to freaking make sure that I'm on guard. I'm watching cuz you don't know what's going on because people aren't held accountable. We're woke, man. We're woke and everything that's woke turns the shit. That's exactly <laughs> what Donald said and I truly believe that. I truly yeah. believe yeah. that it's crazy mindset that we can that we can just think that we can cancel everything. It's nuts. We we've seen it too much lately. And our world is changing right before our eyes, and they're getting the upper hand. That other side that wants that is getting the upper hand. And it's, it's it, it can go all the way to Border Patrol, to illegal aliens coming in here, to anything you want. People that have the mindset that that's not right are the bad guys now, mm-hmm. that we want to protect our, our communities and our country. We're the bad guys for that. I'm not saying that I'm friends with a lot of freaking people that aren't from this country. I, I employ a bunch of them. I'm friends with them. I eat at their house. I, they bring me food. There's not, And I'm not saying they like they're different than us. I just don't want to mention specifics. I'm just saying, like, there's a right way to do things, and yeah. it's the wrong way.
1: And I was, you know, yeah, I agree with you. There are, there are that, that right way, and I think that I'm hoping, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic that there are, things are going to change. Wh- wh- when do you think— well, as we... You said three to
0: four years. I'm going to hold you uh, accountable. I'm going to hold you down. We're going to see this year in the midterms. We're going to see what going happens to this year to see some stuff in 2022. Changing, I think. This has been another episode of Sig Sauer's Peace of Mind right here at the Foul Life Podcast. We're, we're just talking about issues that we see every day, and it's good. It's really a blessing to have Jared here because he sees it from a law enforcement point of view every day. I like to get that point of view. Just keep your eyes out. Make sure you're watching everything that's going on. Be... Don't be so reactive. Try to be a little bit more proactive. Put yourself in positions to where you know you can be safe and keep your family safe, your friends safe. There's a way to do it. There's a way to live that. Be vigilant. There's a way to live that kind of lifestyle to where we can start looking for this stuff and, and and being on being protected. Don't be scared. Don't live in fear. That's not what we're trying to say. But I really do think that things need to change in many avenues there there just has to be you're never going to sit down at a table and convince me that the way we're moving the the direction we're going is the right one you're just not going to do it you can't do it you can you're never going to persuade me that that this woke community is the right way to be you're just not going to do it so anyway we'll be back with another episode of Sig Sauer my our next episode jared woodard is going to be on the ccw the concealed carry we're going to talk about um different holsters and I really want to get into specifics about where the best place to carry the gun is. We've talked about it. We've touched on it before. But I think it's more and more evident of how important this is right now because of the amount of new gun owners and gun buyers and CCW yep. ap- applicants are in our country right huge now. Huge climb across huge, the country. Huge, huge climb. And we need to keep educating folks. You might not have listened to the last episode we talked about, so we're going to keep re- refreshing episodes based on what we think people need to know going into being a gun owner, where to carry it, how to carry it, the best holsters, practice, all of the stuff that comes with the responsibility of a CCW and carrying a loaded pistol in public. It's very important to us. It's very important to Jared. We will be back. Thank you, Sig Sauer. Thank you all for listening. Please continue to support the partners and sponsors that support us. We truly are honored to have all of our sponsors and partners along the ride with us, and we can't wait to see what the future holds. Let's all stay safe out there. Let's all take care of one another. Let's make a better version of ourselves daily. Let's hit that button. Let's go out with Midnight Rider by Willie Nelson. Thank you all so much for listening to the Foul Life Podcast. Sig Sauer. Peace of mind.